are back. It's a new episode. It's a great <laughs> week. Life is good. Some people's timing is off and some people's timing is right. That's what I'm going to say. Welcome to the show, folks. We got a stacked house today. LA's finest, John Guerrero, making an appearance. We don't know where he was last time, but he's here today. Welcome, sir. Good, good to see you guys. Yep. Notched my first fantasy baseball win after like oh. seven weeks of getting it. <laughs> so, I love it. Buff love it. Expense. Who did you mean? MC. Hey, speaking of MC, guess who's here today? <laughs> the one and only MC, live from Tampa. Live from Tampa, fresh off uh, Taco's first victory. God bless, George. <laughs> Welcome. And a man that I uh, I got to see in person for the first time in like oh, that's seven right, you guys years. Said. He said crab and lobster to my daughter. He made s'mores. We had steak. He went wow. to a yacht club. And you only wow. go to a yacht club if you're an Emmy award-winning producer extraordinaire, <laughs> Mr. Joey Clax. You know, you know, everything you just said is true. And I almost got upset because you left out the steaks, but you didn't. Oh, and no, 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 no. Um, the steaks were quite wonderful. What there, was I'm, quite I'm, there was a steak. I'm at, steak and yes. Then, and then what was what kind of steak? The chimichurri marinated skirt steak. Oh, okay. And some grass fed ribeye. Oh, these. I was was, say, was, what happened to the ribeye, Mulesy? But you, I, but you helped me out there. Was yes. all that food provided by uh, Wild Fork? Yeah. Uh, uh, all the yes. Shout yes, out sir. Your sponsor, Wild Fork. Yes, yeah, let's, sir. Let's get them to sponsor the show so we can have some of that shipped to us. Oh wow! Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I am a little, I'm a little upset because you know I, I, I didn't get an intro from Beast Mode tonight, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I saw her fly in there for a second, but um, our fly you know, right out. She's got she's got no time for Uncle Joe nowadays. It's Listen, just you know, she comes, she does a handstands in the pool and goes to the yacht club, and now she's just like, nah, now nah, I'm good. He doesn't get an intro anymore. Floating in your in your hose water freezing cold pool too. Uh huh. That's a nice pool. A nice it is pool. a nice pool. There's a sand pit now. It's great. Pit seas to the poolsies. It's a real, it's a real white trash setup we got over here. Fire pit, fire pit in the driveway, inflatable pool. Oh, it's fancy. You're doing the grilling in the driveway as well, because that's um, absolutely. <laughs> that's when you bro. know you made it when you're grilling in the driveway, <laughs> dude. It's my favorite place. It's my happy place. <laughs> that's when you made it. Hey, uh, John. So I saw the Diaz brothers in the airport yesterday. Oh yeah, you told me that's crazy. What um, what time did you get in? Uh, we landed around I don't know seven o'clock at night. Uh, okay, so they must have did that like promo at the dispensary and then just take off straight from there. Yeah, they were they were getting on. Um, it wasn't a pri- it was a first class entrance they were getting on. But I saw both Diaz brothers sitting there, and I was like, hmm. with the Diaz brothers. Nate I was going to say Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz, <laughs> two two. Uh, very popular UFC fighter. I'm not going to say they're great. I would say oh, they, oh, Diaz, the, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good. Conor McGregor? Yeah. yeah, he beat Conor McGregor. Uh, yeah, he just had a monster fight uh, this past weekend. In Glendale, awesome. right out here in Arizona. So I saw him at awesome. the airport. Yeah, he's he, one of the, if, he's uh, the toughest out there, really. His face if, not, like if not the toughest. I will say he's very tough, but he did get beat for 24 minutes out of the 25-minute affair. 23 minutes. He got two minutes. In <laughs> All right, I'll give him so two. is that how UFC works? Like, 
it gets gauged like are there points like what happens when it goes to it's like boxing by round oh, you know? okay um but he was like he's one of these guys where he he you could like blow on him and he gets a cut because his face has been cut so many times he's got no cartilage left in his face so yeah. he had actually postponed the fight because he had a bad cut he couldn't get it to stop so as soon as the fight starts you hit him on both sides of the head he starts squirting blood out both sides that, that that's how you start and then you go from there and well um, he took a he took a crazy elbow to the side that's the side of the head got cut up on his like left side he got a crazy like the point of leon edwards elbow just sliced him that one was nasty doesn't affect him though for some reason no no he like gets his ass kicked for like for like the whole <laughs> beginning of the fight and then he just and then he just decides to fight he's just like an animal he said the next time he wants a seven round fight yeah <laughs> that's what he's gonna ask for. he's, he's, like, he's He's definitely got a problem with wanting to get hit. He likes, he loves getting his ass. A joke, a yeah. joke in like MMA circles is the Diaz brothers don't lose fights; they just run out of rounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get tired. You get tired of punching people that many times. So. Um, it's the Homer Simpson approach. Yeah. Who was the title fight? Was Adesanya? Uh, the main yeah. card was Adesanya against Vittori. I think is how you say it. Again. Uh, then the. The co-main, yeah, they fought last time they were in Arizona. Yeah, and you um, beat him that one too. Yep, it was a decision both times, but this it was, I would say it was pretty one-sided most of the fight. Uh, the the nice surprise of the evening was the Brandon Moreno the flyweight title uh, against Figueroa, whose Figueroa is a monster and terrifying. If you've ever seen any of his <laughs> other fights, he just goes out there and destroys Wait, people. You say he's a monster. How much does he weigh? Um, he weighs in at 125. Oh, Jesus. Flax, is that a monster to you? 125? No, God. no. I mean, it's, it's a monster. shit bigger than that today. Uh, yeah, I did. That's a monster girl that's 4'11". Yeah, exactly. All right. I mean, watch him fight, and I think you disagree. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's bad. <laughs> monster. But anyway, so Brandon Moreno took that fight. He's the first Mexican-born UFC champion, which is pretty cool. Um, and he was a big underdog going into the fight. So it was, a, it was a good night of fights. And it was here in Arizona, and the cheapest tickets were like $300. So I watched it at home. Yeah, man. It's the COVID time. They're getting yeah. it the whole year. I'm not going to any live events, I don't think, because I was going to go take my daughters to WWE SmackDown. I'm like, all right, what's the cheapest ticket? What would it be for the three of us to go? It's like a $400 day. I'm yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I thought it was going to be like not full capacity, which is why it would be so much. No, there was everyone there in the building. Like, it is yeah, just crazy. The tickets are are way more expensive right now than they've been in a long time for everything. I feel like. So. Well, COVID tax. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I got a question for you guys, especially You're- you, Jonathan. You know, all season. NBA all season. Oh God! Uh, Ethan Suns, Ethan Suns, and then all of a sudden the Suns make it to the conference finals with a sweep. Over that I don't understand. I don't understand what makes them not Ethan Suns still. I just because no nobody knows. said it no doesn't mean not doesn't mean people aren't thinking about it with your <laughs> with your gay fan free agency that you run around with, and now all of a sudden it happens to be the hometown nightmare with the overachieving Chris Paul, who, by the way, they're not winning the championship. Um, but oh, get yeah, fired up because you're because you're a oh, Phoenix fan the now. Championship. How many donuts do I put on that? <laughs> I, I, I mean, how many donuts do I want to put on that? A, a, a solid dozen. Dozen. Who, who's your pick? 
not the Suns. Okay, you put a pick, you put a dozen on your pick, and I'll see. Well, I mean, I have class picks were the Lakers and the Nets. So I'm assuming his default now is the Nets. I'll give you, I'll give you an answer to that after the Eastern Conference wraps up. What? I'm not just going to give you. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to take a, a worse pull because uh, the Suns have advanced, and I could pick a team that gets knocked out right now. Yeah, that's why. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I think the, the Nets Suns. are good. I think. I think the Nets are going to win, but you know, see what happens. Your boy Kyrie is not playing in Game Five. No, neither is Harden. He's exactly. probably. He's uh, Kyrie's probably out for the rest of the series. I would assume they, they both are. Uh, yeah. Probably yes. Yeah, probably. Uh, see what happens if an elimination game happens, but Milwaukee's winning that series, my friend. Milwaukee that, is winning that series. That's why I'm not ready to put put this bet on because I could pick the Nets and they could lose to the Bucks. That's well. The and then so if that's what happens, the Nets it, is probably a bad pick. Yeah, if it yeah, comes down that, to that's the, why. The I, and, and what am I going to pick the Suns? Because I'm not a Suns fan. Ethan's a Suns fan. <laughs> they just they just won seven playoff games in a row. And they had the first sweep of the second round since the Warriors in 2015. Um, What more do you need to see? Chris Paul, Booker, they got a big three over there. What else is there to see? I'm not disagreeing with the Suns are playing the best basketball in the NBA right now. That is true. I'm just agreeing with the fact that you have always been a Suns fan. No. That's that's what I'm calling fact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm a winner then. That's okay. That's okay. You know, you can be a Cardinals fan this football winning, season. For sure. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cardinals fan. Well, you went mm-hmm. to the Yacht Club this weekend, so of course you're winning. Well, I didn't I go mean, to the Yacht Club. I didn't go to the Yacht Club. My daughter Ethan, went to the Yacht Club. Yeah, Ethan, okay. Ethan did not go to the Yacht Club. Not winning. I was not, I was not invited to the Yacht Club. Oh, my goodness. Well, he was at a wedding eating lobsters and – Oh, okay. Oh, General like- General's chicken and five lobsters. Five <laughs> lobsters. That was five full lobsters, not lobster tails. Five full lobsters. Jesus. Yeah, it was about eight pounds of lobster meat. Well, I don't you know. look like that's pretty big. You look, you look like you're in a you look like you're in a bit of a meat coma right now from from that steer you ate earlier. Yeah, you know, I actually, after those five lobsters and the sushi and the short rib, I couldn't eat for about 30 hours afterwards. But then uh, I, got, I got back on the horse, and, yeah, now I got another steak in me, and then I almost passed out again before the show. So, it's, you know, I'm trying. My beard fell off. I mean, it was crazy. Crazy stuff's happening here. Oh, I just noticed that. Your beard fell off. It did. I, I had a beard because I wanted to make my face look wider and fatter, so I figured if I grew a beard, it made, you know, extended my look. Um John, that's why you grow your beard, right? I just grow um, hide my yeah. beard. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's why. To hide, the, think, hide the extra chins. You think doing <laughs> something silly. Exactly. Yeah. You, 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 th- you think doing something silly like dyeing your hair blue makes you look younger when the fact of the matter is an awesome beard like you were rocking, that's what makes you look younger. But my silver beard? Your yeah, it, it looked I mean it was solid, bro. I look younger than this face. Mmm. <laughs> tough yeah i know <laughs> i know i don't know about that so if the if the nets end up losing to the bucks we got the sixers the hawks and the bucks who's going who's going all the way three bucks sixers and the bucks are gonna go yeah the bucks are gonna go yeah the sixers I, I are think right the, now 60 whoever wins, 49 whoever wins the nets Bucks series 
goes to the finals. That's, do, that's you remember, do you remember after the first round when it was Lakers-Suns, I said, whoever wins this series is going to the finals? Because I believe that. If the Lakers would have won, I still think the Lakers would be the, would be the favorites. But um, it's health. And health is what costs the Lakers. And health is what's going to cost the Nets. Yep. And honestly, that's what I think Embiid's knee not going to hold up long-term against Milwaukee with Giannis is running him down the floor like that. So here's the question. What do the Nets do if they lose this series? What do they do in the offseason? What do they do next season? What does that team look like? Do they go and get free agents? Do they resign do they have everybody? To do is they everybody healthy? healthy? Why would the Nets is, do anything? No, yeah, they I'm just got to get healthy. That, you that's the only thing that's missing is health right now. Because, I mean, All they right. have a state. They need – you know, only thing the Nets – How about, how about, how about depth? <laughs> well, you add okay, well. I mean, how about depth in this era where you just put together the Tom Brady team and all sports nowadays depth. Look at the Suns. That's what makes them so good. They don't have like, they'll have seven or eight guys. You can't, you can't have depth with those three players. I mean, you just, I mean, if you can, you can't pay those four players and have really good depth. No, you need guys like a Joe Harris that you pay very little that give you good production. It's and, teams and that have a lot of depth they are teams that have a bunch of good players as opposed to two or three. Do they yeah. re-sign Blake Griffin? You do what you do. What about yeah, Blake? he's playing really good. Yeah, but, I think they re-sign him. They're going to have to pay him. Yeah, he, well, he's playing very well. Yeah, I don't know if they can pay him. I don't know their structure, but, I mean. Yeah, I mean. I think well, they obviously had – what were they paying Aldridge? Nothing, minimum. Those there are the you guys go. that they get for the minimum because they pick them up. The old team basically pays the rest of the salary when they dump them. Gotcha. I, realized my mic- right, well, I just realized my microphone game- hasn't been in front of me the whole time, so I might sound kind of funny for the first half. Of yeah, the- you did sound like poop. Hey, I should now sound that you great out. Now that you point it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you look like poop. Hey, oh, wait. So I got a question <laughs> out west here. So we got the Suns already. Now we got the Clippers series. And it's the Clippers and the Jazz John, who do you think the Suns would rather play? What's a better matchup for them? Honestly, probably. It's hard to say with how good they're playing as much as I hate to say that. Um, I would say they probably don't want to play the Clippers. Why? I just think they... I think they can. I think they could score a lot more on the Jazz than they could the. Cl- yeah, I they could score a lot more. They, but the the Clippers would match the offense, is what I'm like. Not that the Clippers would. That yeah, I think the opposite. I think the Jazz can put up a lot more points, and it would be shootouts. I think the Clippers' defense is going to be good because you, you got Kawhi. Kawhi could go sh- maybe go right on Booker, um, or you put Kawhi possibly even on um, Chris Paul. You know what I mean? And, and, and you have some tough put matchups. Anybody. Put them on anyone. And then Paul George is solid on defense, too. So yeah, you, you kind of neutralize. Um, but then again, you look at Utah. They got the defensive player of the year. Chris Paul is not going to be going into the hole shooting those little floaters over Rudy Gobert. Yeah. And they got a lot of shooters. But Mike Conley's hurt. So, but Donovan is, Chris Paul, is Chris Paul your favorite Phoenix son? <laughs> uh, he's the Phoenix son I'm rooting for right now. Uh, because I think he's a Hall of Famer. And I think, like, you know, every one of these, you know, like, think about Jason Kidd. Remember, like, when he had that run with Dallas, like, end of his career? You can kind of, like, root for the guy that's had such a great career, got so close, but just never 
was a this hug. is his best chance ever right now. Like, oh, it is. Yeah, oh, it is. like he has to do it right now. Like that would, and then that's easy Hall of Famer. I mean, at that point, but he's only the third person over the age of thirty-six to put up thirty-seven points in a playoff game. He's not a that's, that's crazy. He also had twelve assists, with one turnover. So I mean. It's interesting watching someone take six mid-range jump shots and hit them in one quarter. Like it just doesn't happen anymore in basketball. So I don't know. I, I Devin Booker is the star. I mean, it's amazing that in, in two yeah. in two closeout games so far this postseason, um, he scored a combined eighty-four points. Like Chris Paul is getting all the attention, but Booker put up 34, 12 rebounds and five assists in that game under the radar and he's loving it. You know what I mean? He's got that Mamba mentality. He gets in there and, and when uh, Jokic got kicked out, he was the guy that got right in his face. Jokic looks scary, by the way. Yeah. He's mumbling, what you gonna do? Yeah, right. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I don't uh-huh. know. You're seven foot in like Serbian. I'm not messing with that guy personally. That's just- No, he does look like he uh, he wasn't worried about uh, doing anything there. Yeah. Booker's, Booker's I, like, think, I think Booker was like, got in his face and was like, okay, I'm going to back up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, he looks serious. He backed up fast. <laughs> he, backed he, looks up. Like he, he looks like he's done this before. <laughs> yeah, like like if he wasn't here, he'd be in the Serbian mafia for sure. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, so basketball is getting, is getting there, you know? I'm. And I, I will say I wouldn't like – I'm. the Suns are a good team. They're doing well. I just think it's, it's their fans – and the texts that I get after every time they win is oh, what is turning me off. Not of me. Oh, I have not, not you. Clear, not it's you. not me. Make no, that it's clear. Not it's not me. It's not Ethan, but I've we we live here in Arizona, uh, which is very anti Los Angeles. So even after they swept the Jazz, I got texts about the Lakers. I was like, "Why are the Lakers still living in your head, rent free right now? Move on. Like you're past us. Like get out of here." Like, be happy for your team and just shut up about the Lakers at this point because you just look like a sad ex-girlfriend. Hmm. I didn't know that uh, that big rivalry existed there. They, big- they, Arizona, just they, they've been stunned by L.A. so by in all sports right. that they're just a, on, like, hatred all the time. Anytime we go to a Dodger game here when they play the Diamondbacks, if they win, people are, like, screaming in my ear on the way back to the car. Like, beat L.A. They, oh, they can't beat L.A. Okay, they've never been good in anything for like more than like fair, a year or two. Dodger fans are the worst, to be fair. Let's be <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't know this. I've, I mean, you go to a game. Now, granted, Justin fans are the worst. I mean, now, I'm going to tell you how, how horrible Diamondback fans are. I'll, I'll stand. I didn't even get to tell my story last episode. I said I had a story. You ready for this? I'm at the Mets game, John. Ready? Lindor gets up, finally hits a triple. Remember that triple he hit off the wall? Oh. Yeah, that they called a single because because um, the guy missed it and it was an error. I know because he's on. No, my no, no, not that one. Yeah. That was that was after this one. They gave him a triple. This was your first uh, okay. triple. Um, and I got up and started cheering. I was pumped, you know. And the lady in front goes to my wife and goes, "He's spitting on me." And I said, "No, I'm cheering for my team." Like. What are you talking about? So the rest of the game, I put my hand over my mouth every time I wanted to cheer. So she didn't accuse me of spinning her in COVID times. Then we get to the ninth inning and, and there was a, bro, uh, a bench clearing where the bullpens cleared. And I was getting excited, screaming, fight, fight. And she told me I was disrespectful. Okay. <laughs> then, then the ninth inning comes and her home team, which only had about maybe 15% of the crowd, the rest was all Mets fans. 
um, which when Dodgers come, it's probably 95-5 Dodger fans, I would say. Um, right, John? It's pretty, it's, yeah, there's a lot 95-5, maybe 90-10, but I'd say 95-5. Um, the only people that come are a couple people that have season tickets, but they usually give away their season tickets for Dodger games. They don't even want to be there. Um, and their team came back in the ninth with two outs and two strikes, and she did not even stand up and cheer. She just sat there. What a deadbeat fan base the Diamondbacks have. Anytime you go to a game in that stadium, the other team has more fans. I've never well, been there where there's more Diamondbacks. That's any transient town, though. I mean, it is, but I, mean, I grew up going to Met games, and it's it's eighty percent Met fans all the time. Yeah, I know, ninety-five percent. I'm just saying, any town like the Rays games, there's you know, it's all New York, all Boston, all you know, everything. And the Rays are pretty good. You go to any Rays games? And the Rays game, and the Rays are actually good, which is the sad part because, uh, yeah, I mean, I go, I, I usually go at least once a year when the Yankees are here. So, um, is it still Tropicana Field? It is still Tropicana Field. They they've been trying to move it for like twelve yeah. years now. Doesn't the um, owner want to take them to Canada? He wants to play half, half, half here, half Canada. That that's what he wants. He wants to snowbird it. He yeah. wants to be a yeah, snowbird. Exactly. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And they have a really great spot in Tampa, um, which I don't know if uh, you know if any of you guys are familiar with Tampa, but like the Eward. Um, um ybor city which is like downtown tampa it's a cool little like older part of town it is cool yeah, it's like but there's town. a lot what's that it's like an old town over there i like it yes yeah exactly um and it's like all cuban and everything very like you know tampa you know um and it's uh, but there's like a lot of warehouse area in that area and there's a lot of room for a stadium it'd be it's like perfect for, to get to and they just, I that mean, I would, it would be that, awesome. It might be the worst stadium in baseball other than Oakland. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't been to all of them, so I couldn't tell you, but I mean, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. And that state, if they put that stadium there in New York, it would be awesome for them and Tampa and like everybody, like it would be great. Tampa is just an amazing team to talk about in baseball too, because they have literally a bottom five payroll every year. And they're awesome. Yeah. They're an amazing team. They, their farm system is it's, stacked. Every year, they have Wander Franco sitting there, ready to come up. The number one prospect who's going to come up and be like the next yep. Mike Trout playing shortstop. Yeah, and he's a Fernando Tatis guy with speed and power, and twenty years old, and he's he's yep. killing it in AAA, batting like four thirty right now with like power and speed. And <coughs> I, I mean, why why don't more teams do it the way they do it? I don't understand, but it's good. It's a great question. I mean, because the um. Who's their highest paid guy? Austin Meadows? Yeah, dude, they, they, nobody's just – nobody's step up for that team always, every year. I mean, they do it the old school way. I mean, you know, you got to do that way the right way, and I, they obviously do. But, um, like, you know, the overpaying for guys, that's – I, I mean, Like, I like the that. team that Joey Clax likes to cheer for. Joey yeah, is uh, – yeah. Is the Aaron Boone ride almost over? What, what's going oh, on? It's got to be. It's got to be. Get rid of dude. Start over. <laughs> Get rid that, of Cash. That. Get rid of Boone. Start over. Start Build over. Build it around Aaron Judge. That's where I'm at. Start over. Okay. Cash is Cash is wore out as welcome. Boone is yep. awful. The way and they do things is not good. Build um, it around Aaron Judge. Think about all the worth they have in that roster to the right teams. Like you just start over. Yeah, start over. Right. I mean, there's there's a couple of guys that are untradeable on that team, obviously, because of salary. Stanton is not movable. No. Um, judge, you're not going to move. 
No. Are they are they signing DJ after this season? He signed for four for three years. Three years. He got like ninety million in the. DJ's office. the only oh, guy want to keep. Like exactly. Yeah, Judge and Stanton are the two guys you want to get rid of the most. And Judge, they can move. They can move Judge. He doesn't have a contract yet. So no. he's very tradable, but I, like Clax, do you, do you think? Hey, I don't think they want to get rid of him. Do you want him to get rid of Judge? I'm I'm fine if they do if they keep DJ. Yeah. Oh, DJ's not going anywhere. His his contract no. is is user friendly. It's like a twenty but, million. But I I think the persona of the Yankee captain is going to keep him there. Yeah, he's but he's become Stanton. I mean, he's basically I totally. Totally. He injured, strikes out a lot, and doesn't get the clutch hit. No. And doesn't yeah. walk. He I'm doesn't over walk. it. Yeah, no. No, That's none of yeah. Yankees, You know, I'm watching the Mets a lot lately because they keep seeing them on ESPN every other night, which is kind of cool, um, including tonight lacing up the Cubs, by the way, and Jake Arrieta, clacks. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> just, just thought I'd mention that. Um, you watch them play. What's really great about them is they, they play like the old Yankees back in the late 90s. They just get on base. Like, remember, remember Paul O'Neill and Scott Brocious? Those guys either walked, singled, um, or made contact, you know what I mean? And moved base base runners over. And the uh, Yankees, Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. yeah, the Yankees do not do that. And, um, of course, their pitching is no good, but we knew their pitching wasn't going to be that good. The hitting is what's very surprising. And you know what? They Like I said, Gio Arcella, somebody is going to want him. Uh, Luke Voigt, somebody's going to want him in the. In That's the, my point. There's a lot of worth in that yeah, lineup. Think of the Aaron things you Hicks. can do. Someone's going to want Aaron Hicks, a switch hitting outfielder. Come, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of teams that are still. I was reading an article. There's going to be about. 10 teams that are buyers in this, you know, trade deadline that's coming up. And then there's like five teams, including the Yankees that are going to be on the fringe. Like, do they sell or do they buy? Yankees, Yankees aren't on the fringe. They're going to continue buying. It's, well, they're on the fringe because they should sell. That's why I say they're on the fringe because correct they do but, compared to what they're going to do. So they're kind of fringe at that point. And, you know, the Yankees could really do like they did the year when they traded Chapman to the Cubs and they got Glaber back. Um, you know, go get some guys. You know, Glaber's someone I say you hold on to him. Glaber's fine. I, I think Glaber has the potential to be great. Gary he's, Sanchez, he trade him if you can. You know oh, what I God. mean? Oh, God. Gary Sanchez has to go everywhere, bud. Aroldis Chapman, trade him if you can. These guys, yeah, I mean, someone's going to want are, are the Yankees going to be interested in buying, though, at the trade deadline? Because they're in fourth place right now. That's my point. Because they're eight and a half games back. And I mean, now it's. What if they're? We talked about. What if they're? We talked about when it. We talked about when it's when it's, when it's, it's not early out. in the season anymore. We're not well, early in the season. Far out, I think they they might sell a little bit. I don't think they'll go crazy. But I think they have to. I mean, I think they should yeah. try to get some top top young. I mean, their farm system is depleted. It um, is. I, mean, I think this is. Frazier's trade Clint Frazier. Like oh, he's these guys, but people think he's great for some reason. He's got all. Oh, I don't. Dude, he's spending under 200. I know. Yeah. But they wouldn't trade yeah. him for four years. Remember, what? everybody wanted him. And they wouldn't trade him. Who thinks he's good? Why do Cashman. they talk out loud? Cashman thinks he's good. Now <laughs> he's traded him. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the Cubs are another one of those teams. They're playing very well right now, for the most part, compared to what people thought. But what do they do with Chris Bryan, who's going to be up in that MVP talk? Rizzo. Bias. They're not going to resign these guys, and they're. I think. I think. I think the Cubs get dismantled. And oh, Rizzo, bias, Rizzo, bias I think Rizzo gone. certainly. Rizzo, I think, is going to get dealt at the at the deadline. I think. I think all of them. Um, yeah. 
and, and I think I think there's a couple teams that you have to look out for. I think the Mets are one who are going to look for like that Baez to get him in the middle of the infield with, with Lindor. Um, I think the Boston Red Sox are another team that um, are going to make a move to really try to solidify themselves with the Rays because they know the Rays. Of course are they will. But why, why would the Mets pick him up? If they're both shortstops. Uh, Biles will play second base. He's already said he plays second. Oh, uh, okay, okay, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's a guy, and it'd be a one-year rental, and the Mets are going to have to give up somebody good for him. You know what I mean? But if you're all in, you're all in. The Dodgers are going to get some relief pitching. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, if the absolutely. Yeah, yes. the Dodgers should, are going to go after like an Aroldis Chapman type guy. They're going to look at back-end closers that might even be the setup man when they get there. But, um, you know, there's a couple different guys that, that are going to be available, um, and, and I think that's going to be something the Dodgers are going to be. They're always in the market. They don't need anything, but – they'll get something like that because they can. We need, we need relief pitching. Absolutely. If you ever watch, I know mean, you don't watch our games. I watch. No, I do. I do. That's we do. Where do you think I came up with that information? I've been watching, <laughs> bro. I'm on the West coast. I, I'm, I can we do here. like, and then like our injuries are stabilizing a little bit, but I mean, like we have guys like that. And I've been paying attention to like the, uh, the triple A team, the Oklahoma Dodgers, whatever. And like, there's guys I've never even heard of coming up and just like, I'm like, we need, Somebody besides Kenley Jansen, because Jansen can't do it all the time. Like, no, no, I was just saying they need another. And Joe Kelly's not that guy. I know how much you love him, but he's not. That no, guy. I, I love him, but I know I know what he is and who Joe he is. Kelly. You know what Joe Kelly reminds me of? You're not going to know who this is, John. Probably I don't know if you remember him from the '90s Mets, but you, these two guys. Do you remember Turk Wendell? No. <laughs> Turk Wendell was this weird guy that wore like a shark tooth around his neck, and he had like a little. Did bit he of wear '99? He wore 99 too, didn't he? He wore number 99, yeah. Yeah, he thought he was, uh, what's Tossed the rosin bag down and the place yeah. would go nuts when he'd throw it down. He was like our Joe Kelly. You just kind of love him. You didn't want him <laughs> at the end of the game. You're like, oh, yeah. sixth inning. He cool. still, he doesn't have control of his pitches. He like, thought, yes, his command is wild all the time. What was the, what was uh, Charlie's name in Major League? Wild thing, Ricky Vaughn. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. I'll never forget that again. But it's okay. We forget. Yeah, and then like with the, I think with the new. I remember Turk Wendell. Uh, <laughs> and then um. Wendell do that to you. And then what did you think about? So now with the policing of the foreign substances. Yes. Oh, John, thank you for bringing that up. I went back, John and Joey Clax. Um, I don't know what happened to MC. I think we lost him here for a second. Yeah. But you know. Mid disgruntle. Season one, episode one of our big comeback. We talked about your Houston Astros. And did I pronounce that right? Emphasis on the Astros. Yep. I tried. I said Astros. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't from uh, Rochester. It wasn't an accident. Um, shout out to your family from Rochester. Um, so I said on that first episode, when you were complaining about the cheating Astros, what I thought was worse than anything was that people don't care about pitchers doctoring balls and doing things like that to alter the game in a way more serious way on a much more big scale. One year later, John, a year and a half later, look what everybody's talking about. But it seemed, but a lot of players spoke out about the Astros BS. Uh, a lot of players seem to not care about this. And neither do I. I'm going to be very honest. I don't care about this either. I didn't care about the last one, and I don't care about this one. Um, let me tell like you. What what did, I, like, I liked what Alonzo said about it. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going to go. If I'm at bat, and these guys are throwing 97 on average coming out of the bullpen, 95 as starters, 
Would you want them to have more control over the ball, Clax? Or would you rather them to have a loose grip and that's eh, the ball might fly into my head? You know, no, obviously you want them to have more control over the ball. The and whole that's thing, what this does. the fact that they dug this, all of this so deep that now they're investigating spin rates and it's just enough already. Like it's not an entertaining sport to watch. Either you're into it or you're not. I'm into it. Just, just play. Well, it's entertaining to the people that are into it. <laughs> that's, that's my point. You know, it's it's been a little I mean, lackluster, but it'll get warm and everything will be fine. I don't know why people are talking about spin rates and doctoring balls. And but Clax, did you hear they, want, they want high scoring game. They, they want it to be the way it's always been. But guess what? Look at what happened to basketball with the three point shot. The game has changed over the last 10 to 15 years. Baseball exactly. and football. Look at how the game's changed with offense over the last 15 years with these quarterbacks putting up numbers that are never seen before. Baseball is evolving with the times. They're hitting home runs and getting strikeouts for pitchers more than ever. But we don't like that. It wasn't like this 80 years ago. No, Clax. Well, what I like what Alonzo said, Clax, I don't know if you know what Pete Alonzo said. He was like, I don't care if they have stuff on there. He's like, but stop doctoring the balls based on what rookie class or what class is coming into baseball. Agents. Free agents. Well, with free agents, yeah, free agents. So he's basically it likes uh, saying like, if a huge hitter free agency is coming up, this they're going to make the balls. This they're going to yeah. make the balls more hittable. Like this year, so. all the big shortstops. There's no pitchers this year. They go, oh, is it a coincidence that this year the pitchers' numbers are are looking like this? And then the year that Garrett Cole and, and these other guys were up, the pitchers all of a sudden the hitters' numbers were way the, up. The, the the if you overanalyze it, the history's there that that's been going on, but it's, coincidence. A coincidence, yes, that's my opinion. It's a coincidence. I don't know. I think uh, Manfred hates baseball so much that it's not a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, they, they definitely lower the seams on the ball some year, which make it harder for the pitchers. Some years they raise the seams, which makes it easier for the pitchers. Some years the ball's harder on the inside, which makes so, it further. Just fun fact. It. Fun fact: We have lost MC. Uh, thunderstorm power outages. Hashtag, oh, shit. hashtag Florida. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's rain? We don't know. I have no idea. I know what's one third. What was, we had our first big heat wave yesterday, and it was a nightmare. It's 117 right now. I know um, that it's rained one time, I think, in 2021, where I've lived so far this year. But supposedly it's monsoon season. No, we have. it's monsoon season, but we haven't had a, mo- a real monsoon in years about five years yeah you know what they call monsoons out here clocks what's that a haboob ah that's weird no ethan the haboob is the dust cloud it's the monsoon just the general storm local meteorologist john guerrero here with us <laughs> always hey, representing. i've unfortunately have been here longer than you have so yeah arizona living baby you, you you have been in that desert um I got to soak in a lake. I got to go kayaking yesterday, a little paddle boarding, eating a lot of pizza. I got to go to the original Woodstock site and smoke a lot of doobies there at night, creating some vibes. It's good times, I tell you. I, I, I might I might have to take a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks in New York and, and, and work from there next summer. Who knows? There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hang out with Joey Clax. Little Madeline, you're going to get to hear some magic at the end of every episode moving forward. Mm. We have a new close, a new closure coming up that is going to be epic. 
Uh, we just got to get them out here. We got to get them out to the West Coast. We will. Super, I, I was talking to Clax about Super Bowl weekend because we got the golf tournament. We got the Super Bowl. Um, John's drunk for four days that weekend for the most part. So, I mean, it's a good time. I, I think so. Not a big change for most weekends, but yeah. No, no, it's the same as every other. John takes four days. <laughs> he works through two of them, but he's drunk when he's doing it. It doesn't really matter. Nice. Professional. John, Allegedly. I heard, I heard a rumor, John. That when you went to the Yankee game in New York, you did not eat beer, but you ate red wine at the game? Is that true? I did. So let me do this. So I'm also, well, I'm a wild man. I'm also a practical man. And, <laughs> and I'm a man who doesn't want to wait in line. And I also, uh, I do, like, I drink wine all the time anyway. Um, We're but I was a baseball game here. We're talking about a baseball game. We're not talking I was about looking, I was looking at the prices. And uh, an IPA price was same as it was for about a glass of wine, 12, 13 bucks. But they sold you this big old vase of wine for $40. And my mind does the numbers. And I'm like, I'm going to make this decision. And I got a cool Yankee cup, which uh, apparently wasn't dishwasher safe. Uh, it's melted and it's the trash now. <laughs> so, nice. I, thought I, told class, I was like, cool, I got a souvenir. And then I put it and Marissa, I'm working. And my fiance comes in and she goes, uh, so this wasn't dishwasher safe. And it was all wrinkled and uh, whatever. But yeah, so that was a practical, uh, that was a practical business move. And was I feel like- uh, or, or you could have saved your $70 Uber ride and taken a $2 subway ride and had tons of money left over for IPA. I feel, yeah. I feel like- I feel like uh, to us alcoholics, it is about the bathroom breaks, really. So you know, you're, it's it's getting its job done. Uh, but you you're not you're not bathroom. bloated. You're not bloated with the beer. You're not going to the restroom every every so often. I'll tell you what. Um, I, I I definitely didn't enjoy drinking beer at at ball games. I never accused myself of eating beer, but um <laughs> they, they sell like margaritas and all sorts of shit at the stadium nowadays. So like you just get blitzed Jillian, and don't Jillian have to run to the bathroom and want to kill yourself. Yeah, Jill got a margarita at the at the Diamondbacks game last week. Yeah. That that was they got a lot of interesting drinks choice of them. I, I got, they, they have margaritas like on tap now. It's crazy. That's, that's what it yeah. was. A whole on tap margarita shop. Nice. Wildness I tell you. Listen, um we, we, we have to get the chow on soon. We're, we're getting to the end of June here for this 10th anniversary episode. As soon as it's going to be the 10th anniversary. So um, I, th- I think next week, I think next Monday, is going to be the return of the chow. John, you're going to meet get the up chow. the chow. I'm excited. The chow is going to return. And it's, you know he's going to come once and you're not going to see him for 10 more years. That's this, just- this better not be porky pies, man. This better happen. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to try. Clax, it's so dark there in, in New York. I can't even see you. I just see your eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> they're glowing perfect did you get to take a nap today Clax? i did it was it was splendid it was like a little over two hours have you been in your swimming pool in your backyard yet no it's been cold man it's been cold in the I next few the, days though i took the nice weather sorry about that all good all right well listen guys do you have a final thought for me today john I was going to rub in my win even more on MC, but he's not here to do it. So <laughs> uh, don't have much. No, um, I, I told Clax earlier, I'm going to avenge his loss last week from this week against the Clams. And by God, as Mr. Ross would say, I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right there, Joey Clax. 
Do you have a final thought, sir? Uh, I'm glad I don't live in Florida. That's that's my final thought. I've been saying that. I went to college there for one year, and I said I will never live in that state again. And then when I left New York and needed warm weather, I went west. I was not. That's for sure. Um, yeah. I, I don't want um, random thunderstorm power outages to be a common occurrence in my life. No, 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 no. no what no. does suck though when they do rare, rarely happen in Arizona, it's always in the summer. So your AC is out, and you're just like you sometimes go in the car and drive just to that must survive. Be nice. That's terrible. Doesn't sound nice at all. <laughs> all right. Well, my final thought is I'm kind of excited. We're about 10 days away. We got a special interview coming up. Speed painter, Jessica Haas. She's amazing. She's beautiful. You got to go check her out. Her work is absolutely just, I don't even know how to describe it. She could paint things upside down and spin this giant 10 foot by 10 foot canvas in its picture. Go to her website, go to Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, all those great places you get to see these fun things. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Check us out. Spotify, Apple Music, Podcast, Bullhorn, Anchor, John's favorite Pornhub. And I was going to say Pornhub, don't forget that. Oh, no, no, no. And all other places you get to listen to your podcast. Until next time, here's my girl with our final shout out. Fired up! Say Friday.